Welcome to the Women's Wellness Psychiatry Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Anna Glazer, MD, a reproductive and integrative psychiatrist here to help you make sense of the complex world of women's mental health. If your goal is to improve your emotional well-being, find fulfillment, and feel like your best self, you're in the right place. Welcome, my listener friends. Because this episode is coming out Thanksgiving week, I thought focusing on gratitude would be a good idea. This is also the 50th episode of this podcast. That absolutely amazes me, actually, that it's already been 50 episodes. And so this is the final episode for this season. And I wanted to express to all of you that I'm grateful to have had all of you as my listener friends and to have had the time and opportunity to create this podcast for you. So let's think a little bit about gratitude. Gratitude is defined as the appreciation of what you have. Robert Emmons, a leading psychologist on this topic, has actually explained that there are two parts to gratitude. The first is recognizing this positive outcome that you have. And the second is recognizing that outcome has an external source. And that external source could be a friend, a loved one, God, nature, whomever it is outside yourself. There are a lot of benefits to gratitude. It has psychological and physical benefits to your health. There's a lot of data that suggests that it can improve your mental well-being, create greater life satisfaction, is associated with improved resilience, and it can help medically too. There are some studies that show cardiac patients who practice gratitude regularly have better sleep, less fatigue, and less inflammation markers. Those are a lot of the individual benefits. And then there are also benefits for groups and society. Gratitude is considered a pro-social emotion, meaning that it strengthens relationships and can increase kindness and helpfulness. There's a few different mechanisms by which gratitude leads to those benefits that I just mentioned. It can decrease inflammation. It can enhance the parasympathetic nervous system. As you recall, that's the system that's responsible for rest and digest, in contrast to the fight-or-flight system, which is active during times of stress. And then it can also change your focus and help you in terms of managing cognitive skills, allowing you to focus more on the positive. This is something that can be really valuable when particularly you're feeling low and wearing what I call those blue-colored glasses. It can help you change those blue-colored glasses when everything that you're looking at in the world feels negative and help you put on more rose-colored glasses or at least neutral-colored glasses, glasses without any kind of tint. There's a few different ways to practice gratitude. One way that some people find helpful is a daily gratitude journal where either at the start or end of the day, you spend some time writing about your day and the things that you are grateful for in your day. Then there's the exercise of three good things. And this is something that some of my patients have found helpful either at the start of the day or at the very end. It's coming up with three things every day that you're grateful for. And these don't have to be big things. Maybe you're grateful to be able to sit up and put two feet on the floor in the morning. Actually, a couple of weeks ago, I had a back spasm and had trouble with the small feet. And it really helps you appreciate that sort of thing. So maybe that's something that you're grateful for. Another exercise is called mental subtraction. In this case, thinking about what things would be like, what would be the case if the good thing that you're thinking about wasn't present? 
And finally, you could also consider writing a gratitude letter, and maybe to someone you wouldn't normally think of. And sending this letter is separate and optional. One important complication that I do want to mention is the idea of forced gratitude. When you're telling yourself that you should feel grateful about something. And that's something that can actually backfire because, again, it goes back to this word that I find so troublesome, the word should, when we should ourselves to death. And so we tell ourselves that we should be grateful for this or that, and that can actually backfire and lead us to feeling more guilty or lead us to having more negative kinds of emotions, which is the exact opposite of what we want the gratitude practice to do for us. So that's one caveat is making sure that when you're telling yourself that you're grateful for something, it's not that you should be grateful for something. It's that you are and to really kind of feel that gratitude internally rather than a sense of guilt or shame. Let me now express my gratitude. I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to create this podcast. We've covered so many topics in these last 50 episodes. Some of the most popular episodes were the ones that were short and sweet and focused on nutraceuticals, like magnesium, melatonin, vitamin D, folate, and a few others. If you missed these, go back, take a listen. I also really enjoyed interviewing several experts and authors on topics like sleep, sexual health, black maternal mental health, perimenopause, and others. I also hope that you found the episodes on treatment tools helpful as well from choosing the right type of psychotherapy to using cognitive behavioral tools and mindfulness. I'm looking forward to the next season to continue to provide guidance for you in navigating the field of women's mental health and this interface of reproductive and integrative psychiatry. If you're a clinician, consider joining me in my fellowship program on this subject at psychiatryfellowship.com. I'll include that in the show notes, which is currently filling up for January. And I will look forward to seeing you in the new season of the Women's Wellness Psychiatry Podcast come February 2023. I'm also very open to suggestions for topics that you think are going to be helpful in the next season. So feel free to ping me either through the podcast, through my website, or on various social media options. I look forward to seeing you in the new year. Happy holidays. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode. As you know, my goal is to share with you the most helpful information that moves you towards emotional well-being. If you have suggestions or questions, I'd love to hear those. And I also always appreciate a rating that will help others find this valuable content. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again next week. Please note that while I am a clinical doctor, this podcast is not a substitute for nor should be taken as medical advice. No specific health advice is being given on this podcast and no physician-client relationship is created by you listening to this podcast. All information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only.